Darkness suddenly fell over my eyes. Before I knew what hit me, my arms were wrenched behind my back, my gun stolen, and I was pulled forcefully to the side. I tried to gain a grip on the street using my synthetic leg, but I was disoriented, and being dragged backward had me at the wrong angle. Damn it, Malcolm, that's rule number one on a job. Never be so tired that you can only focus straight ahead. Someone had come up right behind me and bagged my head. Not someone. Two voices chattered back and forth on either side of me. Just breathe, I told myself. Figure out who this is. Kidnapping wasn't Ventico's M.O. Double tap to the back of the head. That was what those two collectors would do to me if I wound up on their list. I glanced down to see the boots of my captors. They were worn and discolored, like they'd spent too much time wading through sewers. Before I could analyze any more, I was thrown into a wall. The hood came off me, and all my questions were answered. Another one of my sloppy mistakes had come back to bite me in the ass. Yep, that's definitely the one, a tattooed foundry salt dealer I'd harassed in the alley earlier yapped. His eyes were twitching, like he'd just taken a huge hit. He kicked me twice hard in the gut until one of his crew pulled him off. Let's off him, boss, crowed the one next to him. We were in an empty stairwell leading down to one of the less used red line stations in New Beijing. Both of them held me at gunpoint. The last kind of scum you want aiming a gun at you. So hopped up that their quaking fingers could actually squeeze the trigger at any time. Now, now, boys. No need to be hasty. Those words came from a third, more restrained voice. It was cool and confident, but there was no denying the subtle tinge of madness clinging to the end of each word. He knelt in front of me. You've got to be kidding me, I groaned. This was the sorry lot that was going to keep me from my daughter? He looked like a clown. His frilly shirt was drawn open, with the mark of the Ringer Bones gang displayed prominently on the upper portion of his exposed chest. Bar piercings made his ears droop like wax from a hot candle. He even had white makeup smeared sloppily across his face to appear as pale as a ringer, along with black eyeshadow. Thought you could hide from us, did you? he said. He slapped me playfully across the face. That was when I recognized the lunacy he struggled to cage, his dark eyes staring right through me like there was nothing there. You should have seen the way he came at me, boss the dealer said. I hope you guys know who you're dealing with, I muttered. The leader sprang to his feet and started pacing. He had my pistol in his hands and caressed the barrel. A retired collector who couldn't stay clean, he cackled like a maniac. I found out! I always find out! You're nothing anymore, Malcolm Graves! Of course, he had connections. That's what allowed gangs like theirs to rise to the top. What are we going to do with him? The dealer asked. I haven't decided yet, but it sure will be fun. Well, you better think carefully, I said. I wouldn't want the last thing you ever do to lack the flair of that outfit. Oh, yes, he tittered. So fun. You're the ringer boner crew, right? I asked while I searched for a way out of this. I was unarmed, but I had my leg. When he got close enough, I could kick him into one of his cronies and hope the other missed me before I was able to disarm him. 
It was a long shot, but these weren't trained collectors, just street bangers. Ringer bones, the dealer spat. The more you talk, the more fun we're gonna have. The leader holstered my gun in his belt and drew an unnecessarily long dagger from the back of his belt. He was grinning from ear to ear. Ah, right, I said. And what are you calling yourself? The Prince of Bones or something? The older I get, the more idiotic the little play gangs like yours get. My words didn't faze him. He spread his arms wide, as if he were performing for a crowd from a stage. What the hell had I gotten myself into?